Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Today let's have a quick chat about the Election Integrity Act of 2021. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the youth. The state of Georgia enacted the Election Integrity Act of 2021, or SB202. That act was pretty comprehensive in regards to reforming the election laws to our cousins down in the great state of Georgia. Let me suggest, cousins, there's a few things I might think we need to pay attention to and of concern to all cousins who are concerned about democracy. Now, let's go back a little bit, cousins. Let's think about what happened in the 2020 elections. Now, in the state of Georgia, for example, they have 14, 14 congressional seats. Out of those 14 congressional seats, eight of them were elected with Republicans, and six of them were excuse me, elected with Democrats. If you notice, cousin, none of those elected officials claimed there was any fraudulent activity with regards to how they got elected. You with me on that? In addition to which, Georgia had not one, but two, and perhaps there was a third counting of the votes on the presidential election level, in which both the normal process of counting votes and tabulation and the hand count tabulation all concluded that Joe Biden, Joe Biden, our current president, won the state of Georgia. So think about this, cousins. Why are we now getting, or have been for a while, questions of fraudulent activity in the state of Georgia? even under a great deal of scrutiny that we all heard and understood, not only the governor, but the state, excuse me, the secretary of state of, um, of Georgia, all concluded and verified that the state results in Georgia were accurate and absence of any significant amount of fraud. So why is there any question regarding fraud? And then why now, some few months after the election, is the governor and the state legislature in, in Georgia starting to talk about they wanted to create a new set of encompassing voter laws and legislations in order to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. I would contend, cousins, there's something afoul with that concept. Certainly, every state has the opportunity of making its own decisions and determinations about the electoral process, as well they should. But as we look at it, cousins, shouldn't there be a broader engagement with cousins than a more restrictive engagement with cousins. In fact, the number of those good cousins down in Georgia, excuse me, participating in the electoral process in 2020 increased by 8.37% or give or take. That's good news, isn't it? Because isn't the fundamental aspects of our democracy is to have more engagement on the part of an enlightened populace, which is us, we the cousins, right? So anything that then starts to tamper with that and modify that in a more restrictive, i.e. voter suppression is a term that's being used, manner, isn't that a bad idea? I think so, cousins. 
So whatever there is that's more restrictive than more engaging and opening for cousins to vote, I think is bad. And so certainly you've heard perhaps from a number of news articles, they were talking about it, about people standing in line, getting water. That's not quite as restrictive. I did the research on that. And yes, people can still get water in line, but it has to be within certain uh, per feet designations, okay? They talked about the amount of limiting, the, the, uh, how you go about get, getting absentee ballots. That's a little restrictive. They talked about the number of boxes that you can place the absentee ballots in, not outside on the curb, similar to a mailbox, but they have to be delivered inside various public buildings that also have hours. Well, gee, a lot of cousins have, who have to work during those regular hours in which those buildings are open, right? Isn't that a little more restrictive than perhaps uh, it could be? And don't we have, as we've mentioned in this program before, 50 examples of how to get voters and how to handle voting within our country? Did people take a chance to look at any of those? Uh, probably not. So you think about this, cousins. The, the folks down in the good state of Georgia decided they were going to have the sweeping changes, which I looked it up. There's like 16 steps in order to get a bill or law approved in the state of Georgia. In the matter of a, in a record time, they went through all 16 of these steps, coming up with 100 pages of legislation, okay, with a split decision between in their House of Representatives and in their Senate, and it was enacted in record time. Cousins, I don't think that was quite in the principles and the guidelines of true democracy. You think about it because they were talking about trying to make something more secure when in fact everyone identified there was no substantial fraud in the election. And for the person who was questioning whether fraud was fraudulent, none of those elected officials, both Republican or Democrat for the state of Georgia, came back and said, oh, I got elected inappropriately. <laughs> what does that tell you, cousins? So anybody who didn't like that must have been the person who didn't get elected, right? Cousin, you're gonna believe me or your lying eyes. So all of a sudden they started, they changed this. So particularly coming from Republicans who by historical perspective wanted to have more government closer to the people, to me one of the most significant aspects of this new legislation is the fact that they now have it so that the state can take over the results and the evaluation in order to certify the results from the county level. That is a power grab, cousins. That's moving everything from the county up to the state in which what we can do instead of having a couple hundred electors that need to be perhaps engaged or directed a particular way, there's a much smaller number of people who are now gonna be able to make the determinations for how the cousins, all the cousins, millions of cousins in the state of Georgia, how their votes are tabulated and who the result is of their decision making. You follow me on cut? Point is, we're taking it from the local areas, moving it up to where the determination and or the finalization is made on a broader level. Very similar to what was being requested by the governor and the secretary of state to do in the 2020 presidential elections. So cousins, it's starting to be unfortunately very clear. Do you want democracy or not? Because democracy says that you, which we have been purporting around the globe, in regards to what you want to have with democracy, that the people getting a chance to decide who their leaders are, the people getting a chance to decide what, what the rules are that pertain to them, 
to my understanding, those folks who worked on this legislation, they didn't ask for any referendums on the part of the good citizens and cousins in Georgia. They didn't do any particular research. They came up with this, they moved it to a record time, and then boom, there you have it. By people, so you think about it, they've been entitled themselves to make decisions which they weren't elected based upon those decisions being made. Come on, cousins. So if you want to have democracy, don't you want to have a broader perspective on that? Don't you want to have a more enlightened populace or electorate, as Thomas Jefferson said he wanted to have in the founding of our country? Do you think that the actions being taken by the state of Georgia and others trying to challenge that are moving in that direction or not? I think it's moving in the wrong direction. So you start thinking about, do we want democracy? Yes. So how do we start to continue to implement that and unfortunately have to fight that against some perspectives that I don't think are appropriate or right? They're bad ideas, cousins, for us in a democracy. So you think about that. So now there's the Supreme Court is looking at cases regarding Arizona, regarding absentee ballots. They were more restrictive in regards to the manner and how absentee ballots could be moved in Georgia based upon this new legislation. Cousins, we need absentee ballots. We're getting older. There's, there's cousins who are infirmed in nursing homes, as you know. The military still needs to have them. And by the way, a lot of people are working various and, and odd hours with the various gig economy because we have to. And so we can't necessarily fit very nicely in the modern day environment the way work laws and work times change to a nine to five environment in order to cast your vote. Don't we need to have more time than that? Sure, cousins. And you think about what happened in Georgia this year, in 2020 rather, there was an increase in participation. Isn't that what we want to have, not less? The other part is, cousins, think about this. If you start to restrict where you can have polling places, you start to restrict where you can have drop-off ballots, it now is becoming easier to, where you can find access to buying a handgun than you can go in to vote. Is that disproportionate in your mind? I don't think that works, cousins. Think about that for a minute. You can go and buy a handgun or any other gun you want, because I'm a gun owner, I understand and appreciate that, versus being able to vote. Because <laughs> that's a bad idea. We need to fix that, don't you think? So, this is why it matters to all of us, cousins. Legislation is being promoted in a number of, number of uh, states in regards to leading to more suppressing of the vote. That's the bad idea. That's non-democratic. It is also playing out in regards to on the national level with the, state of with the House of Representatives and the Senate. So we cousins need to be mindful in regards to who we're electing and what their positions are, not only on the state levels, but then also moving into national offices. As your lobbyist cousins, I'm just pouring this information out to you and ask you to become more involved with and paying attention to what people are saying and perhaps even asking them their questions, asking them questions about it and which way they have voted for various legislations going forward. We have to continue to fight to maintain our democracy and maintain our freedoms for all the cousins here in the United States. That's us. So cousins, thank you for joining me. Continue wearing your mask. I usually have it. Mine's right over here. I have been vaccinated both times. I'm legit and good for those who have also been uh, vaccinated. Please continue to do that. And I look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. You take care of yourself, I'll take care of me, and together we will make it together. 
Take care. We are the people.